Welcome to a special edition of the Clients and Profits Feature Cast with Clients and Profits trainer Cindy Weston and Donna Lynn Johnson from Crystal Brook Consulting. Hi, Donna Lynn. Hi, Cindy. Now we're going to talk about the billing process. Uh, I don't think people put enough importance on the actual process of billing and it gets scattered. Nobody knows who has what last, who's waiting to get it approved, who's waiting to talk to the client, who's waiting on what tasks or cost to come in. It's just all over the place. So one thing I recommend to my clients is set up a trafficking way to bill so that you have an order like first the AEs might print the client summaries, then next they might print the estimate versus billing report, whichever hot list or hit list they want to go off of. And then if they're ready to bill something, they'd print the the job progress report and then decide, are we on queue or are things too high? What's going on? Where did all those POs come from? That's put on the wrong job. So that's the the time to analyze it, not give it to the accounting person, for them to add an invoice, and then they have to correct it all, and they don't even know how to correct it, so they're chasing every AE down, trying to say, is this right? Is this wrong? Well, why is it wrong? We have the cost there, and the AE's like, oh, well, that was added to the wrong job, or oh, we went over on that. So to me, if there was one thing I could recommend about the billing process, it's to set up a trafficking flow, And it's to also correct the information before it goes to accounting. Even if it's just adding it into the billing preview, it's much easier because obviously the status of the the task cost changes to build and it just makes things more messy. So clean it up before it gets to accounting and everybody will be a lot happier, I think. So I'd like to talk about your, your recommendations that you found with the various clients you work for. And I know you talked about there's a difference, and I'd love you to talk about it with regards to production, fee, and media billing. Okay. Um, to me, the, the billing cycle kind of falls into kind of three camps. Uh, production billing, which could also have you know fees associated right. with it. But fee being your retainer invoices, your recurring fee invoices, your internet hosting, your mm-hmm. account service fees, those types of billing. And then what I call your production billing, which could also include, you know, your concept development time, your production time, copywriting, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then media uh, billing for, you know, all of your your print, your broadcast, your interactive, all of the, the media, quote unquote, placement, whether it be print or web. Right. Okay. And to me, those are really three Buckets. separate things. Mm-hmm. For fee billing, you know, obviously if it's a retainer, you can set up. The retainer, the retainer schedule. schedule. Um, if it's a recurring, you can set up a recurring invoice within accounts receivable, so you're not having to go. Oh, it's the first of the month, and I have to go and I have to recreate. So you've got you've got recurring uh, AR invoicing, just like you have recurring AP invoicing, mm-hmm. which is a I think Big a plus. beautiful thing. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, media, of course, you would pull. Uh, you know, by basically the the date, run date, insertion date, whether it be for insertion. And one thing I just want to point out about media billing, which some some clients I've run into don't know this, is it brings all the media detail, mm-hmm. which is really nice because the client's like, what was this place for? Well, what did I run that month? Because a lot of times they don't remember. So it's really marvelous that the media invoice that brings all the the insertion detail, which is... Exactly. Yeah. I agree. So we've got those those three kinds. Now... I am from the philosophy of proactive versus reactive, Amen. which I think you and I, <laughs> I are am of the yes, same yes. of the same <laughs> mind. Um, I feel that account service, uh, client service folks, uh, account management should be held accountable mm-hmm. uh, to take a look at their jobs on a weekly basis mm-hmm. to discern what can be billed. 
Now helps cash flow. Exactly. Good thing. In addition to, of course, uh, in some firms, you might have some clients who have a specific billing schedule. Mm-hmm. But in addition to that, I think it is part of the account service role to review all of their jobs that they are responsible for. And I typically recommend that they look at both the client job summary mm-hmm. and the job summary. Mm-hmm. Once uh, once a job is ready to be billed, if the job is complete. I recommend they use a status code of job complete, which will email the finance person. You can automatically set that up in your status in your status table under setup. You can automatically set up status email alerts. Exactly. To go out. What we want to make sure is to to your point earlier, Cindy, is that we don't want the billing process to become the editing process. Right. And and every AE will tell you that they do not hear the word billing and go, woohoo. No, they hate it. It's like timekeeping. <laughs> exactly. So what we what we want to be clear of, uh, let's say there's a p- specific description that you want to put onto the production and or the fee invoice. You can go into the job ticket and put it into the description box, which can clearly explain the scope of work to the client on the estimate as well as the invoice so they know what they're getting billed for. You can also add within each task, a task description if you need to be more um, communicative with the client of what that is for. Which brings up a good point. On an accounts receivable invoice, not only do you have the invoice description, but you can also pull in the job tickets description. So if the job ticket has a specific description, but the invoice description might be different. The invoice description might be, this is a 50% estimate billing. The remainder will be billed at the end of the job or whatever. So that's more the invoice description. So you don't have to retype what's in the job ticket. Just pull it over with the option under the estimate options, pull in the job ticket description. So thanks for mentioning that. I appreciate it. Now, to your point, I typically create billing status codes as well to help manage some of the communication between the finance department and the account service department Mm -hmm. so that they know, hey, it's ready to go look at it, it's ready to go approve, it's ready to send out, I've blessed it, let's let's send it on. Yeah, which is a good point. There are two status codes on the job ticket. There's a production and billing status code. If you're estimating and your billing go on without being connected to production because some agencies will start doing the work then estimate it then get it approved a little out of order but it happens Mm -hmm. so a lot of times agencies will actually use the billing status code for their estimating coding and their invoicing and pull it outside of the production status code and let that run as natural as it does exactly one of one of the keys i think to stress-free billing is whether you whether you are an existing user of clients and profits or if you are a, a new user and just getting started you want to make sure that you define and by define i mean write it down do a process step take a couple hours get finance and account service in a room and define that billing process so everyone is clear what status codes we're going to use um, how do we communicate if we're going to bill a third, a third, a third? How do we communicate that it's a progress bill versus a final bill? Write that down. Make sure the tools within the software are there so that when people are getting rushed and it's 7 o'clock at night and the AE's doing it after they've serviced clients all day, they can have a document to refer to and make sure that they're following all of the the back and forth that they may need to to communicate. Oh, okay. That brings up a good point with this. As far as status codes go, sometimes you go into agencies and they have 
massive amounts of status codes. There's a couple ways you can look at it. You can have, like you're saying, you could have a status code that says bill 50%, bill 100% estimate, retainer bill it, progress bill it, final bill it, media bill it, whatever. So you could have those individual status codes so that when you change a job, when an AE changes a job status code or production traffic, changes it to ready for billing, AE, the accounting person is automatically notified with a status code that says, I know exactly how to bill it. Or some agencies look at it a little bit different and they'll just have a status code ready for billing and then the, the accounting person can go say to the work order. One of the titles in the work order could be billing what the dates are, what kind of billing it is, and pull out or extrapolate the information that way. So I just want users to be aware there's a couple ways you can make it seamless and flow mm -hmm, through the program exactly. using the tools that the program has. So good point to bring up. I also wanted to point the billing hot sheet. In the snapshots, WIP, there's a billing hot sheet report, and that's kind of like the trafficking report for billing. You can set it up in preferences, and I think it's in accounting preferences. You can actually set up the little flow that you would have through the agency like I don't like we said our first process might be to have the AEs review it once a week then they might print the client summaries then they might print the progress reports then they might turn that into accounting and say here's what I want and the accounting goes uh, no you forgot this cost let's add it the PO was just added it's going to come in they do a billing preview hand it to the AE get it approved they proof and post and you're on your way but at least it's been categorized at least you know where it is accounting can actually add a note to the billing hot sheet little squares that say you know we're on the column that says to AE they can say you know 511 or whatever the date was so at least accounting has a way to track all the billing who has it is it with management is it with the AE do they have it on their desk somewhere hopefully they find etc so Clients and Profits has amazing tools to make you stay on track billing-wise and cash flow. So, Donna Lynn, let's talk about, because um, you brought up a good point as far as the cash flow. Mm -hmm. Ta talk about how you found things as far as the cash flow and how they, obviously, like you said, if they're doing it once a week, especially if they're buying big things like media and printing, those are thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. And if you let that go beyond a month, you're paying it. Having, the company's having to pay it, and you're not going to get paid for two months if you're lucky, two and a half months or whatever the terms are with your client. What are your recommendations that you can tell agencies? That's a perfect point. Build, you know, have them review it once a week. What other things can you? Well, have you run into that helps? We are we are not a bank. We are not a bank. Also, as it relates, a, a number of agencies will wait until they get paid to pay their vendors. Right. Philosophically, I think that can be harmful to your vendor relationships sometimes. So you want to make sure that you've got enough cash funding to to carry your accounts receivable until you get payment. That's a whole another big, <laughs> That's big a whole cash other management thing. <laughs> discussion. Um, but as long as you are actively looking at all of your open jobs on a weekly basis, Typically, you won't have things fall through the cracks. You can say, hey, wait a minute, we can final bill this if we get this invoice from this vendor. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead and not wait another week until the paper comes in or the PDF comes in. Let's go ahead and get that invoice, get that job closed and billed. Mm -hmm. If you look at all of the unbilled revenue on your client job summary as green dollar bills, it becomes very... A different perspective. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much, Donald, and I really appreciate that. Thanks, that Cindy. Thank you for listening to the Clients and Profits Featurecast. For more information about Donna Lynn and Crystal Brook Consulting, visit crystalbrook.net.